and welcome to Credier's Catholic News Update for Thursday, the 22nd of March. The inquiry into the sainthood cause of Father Walter Chizek, a Jesuit missionary who was imprisoned in the Soviet Union for 23 years, has taken a major step forward, with the Vatican's Congregation for the Causes of Saints issuing a declaration that the investigation is valid. He entered the Jesuit novitiate in 1928 and was ordained in 1937, after being trained to say Mass in the Russian Rite. After two years in Poland, he used the chaos of World War II as cover to enter the Soviet Union so that he could minister to Christians who lived under communist persecution. He was arrested by the Soviet authorities as a supposed spy in 1941. His imprisonment included torturous interrogation, solitary confinement, and years of hard labor near the Arctic Circle. Despite the dangers, he said mass in secret and heard the confessions of other prisoners. When he was not imprisoned, he also ministered to several parishes. The priest was returned to the U.S. in a spy exchange in 1963. He recounted his trials and reflected on their spiritual meaning in his popular memoirs, He Leadeth Me, and With God in Russia. Father Chizek died at Fordham University in New York on the 8th of December, 1984. The Vatican yesterday expressed its dismay and betrayal at the instances of sexual abuse within the Catholic Church in Ireland and said that forgiveness must once more be asked from God and from the victims. The Holy See published the Summary of Findings from the Investigation or Apostolic Visitation ordered by Pope Benedict XVI into the handling of cases of abuse in Ireland and what safeguarding measures were now in place. It described how the investigators had assessed various dioceses, seminaries, and religious institutes. It stressed, With a great sense of pain and shame, it must be acknowledged that within the Christian community, innocent young people were abused by clerics and religious to whose care they had been entrusted, while those who should have exercised vigilance often failed to do so effectively. They noted that some of the archdioceses have held very moving penitential liturgies in the cathedrals to address the issue of abuse within the church and seek forgiveness from God and from victims. They also urged the Irish diocesan authorities and those of the religious institutes to meet and listen to victims and provide support for them and their families. The investigators noted a number of positive developments, safeguarding standards in the four archdioceses were judged to be excellent, and many bishops, priests and religious, they said, live out their vocation in an exemplary way, despite feeling unjustly tainted by association, as public trust of the church has suffered. However, they also found a tendency, fairly widespread among priests, religious and laity, to hold theological opinions at variance with the teachings of the magisterium. They warned dissent from the fundamental teachings of the Church is not the authentic path towards renewal. Cardinal Sean Brady, Primate of All-Ireland, commented, As a bishop, we wish to associate ourselves with the great sense of pain and shame expressed in the visitation findings. We make our own the heartfelt plea for forgiveness from the victims and from God for these terrible crimes and sins. The freedom of conscience of healthcare providers is under threat in Australia, according to Archbishop Dennis Hart of Melbourne. Archbishop Hart, preaching at a Mass to open the clinical year at, St. at Melbourne's St Vincent Hospital on the 8th of March, said an increasing number of Australians were beginning to believe that a person's right to medical care took precedence over the conscience of the professional from whom the care was expected. 
Catholics must resist all attempts to marginalize their faith to the sanctuary or to politically acceptable good works, he said. We face an increasingly aggressive secularism whose objective is to prevent religion from having any influence in public institutions, including that of health care, he said. Visitors to San Salvador may be disappointed this weekend if they are hoping to attend Mass in the Metropolitan Cathedral of El Salvador and visit the tomb of martyred Archbishop Oscar Romero, the anniversary of whose death falls on Saturday. The cathedral has been occupied for several months by former war combatants, demanding more government support. For the 32nd anniversary of his assassination at the hands of pro-government forces, Services have been relocated to the Church of El Rosario, a Dominican church a few blocks from the cathedral. Other events in San Salvador this week include a Festival of Truth organised by the Jesuit-run University of Central America to promote justice for victims of human rights abuses during El Salvador's 1980-1992 civil war. That's today's Catholic News Update. Thanks very much for listening. Speak to you again tomorrow. God bless.